The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. This is episode 740. 740 of the series as we break out of the last episode's hidey hole as we left some apparent residue down there. Let's let's throw some more residue down there and then secure the entrance. Grab Wolfie and start episode 740 here uh, in a boat. Might, why not? Is that way? Is this... Yes, this is east. Or no, that's east. This is west. We want to go west here in Minecraft Beta 173 towards those far lands for episode 740 for your Thursday, June 6th, 2019. This being recorded the day before here live on Twitch. Got one of those live Twitch audiences here to help me out thinking of names and words that I am fumbling and forgetting while I'm recording an episode. Um, But yeah. We are continuing on and continuing to raise money for charity over at farlandsorbus.com, raising money for direct relief up to $25,404.52. Thank you, everybody, who continues to donate and donate. I don't know what word I said, but it wasn't donate before. Donate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, farlandsorbus.com. When you donate, ask a question. I'll add it to the list to answer in a future episode here. And uh, we'll we'll keep on walking to these far lands. We'll keep on keeping on, as it were. Does Wolfie need? Not really. Although I see ghost boat, ghost boat. That was weird. Ah. Um. Dang it! Now here, let me mm. <laughs> get punched. You know the problem. I've started to play on the Mindcrack server. I've played twice on the Mindcrack server uh, that's running the latest version of Minecraft, and you can no longer bind the tab key. Sorry, seizure warning. You can no longer bind the tab key to your inventory. You can, but you can only use it then to open your inv- Ooh. Open your inventory, but not close your inventory. So I've had to rebind it to E. I'm used to tab, but now having played on Mindcrack a grand total of two times. Or three times. I've played three times. Yeah, I have. Wow. It's a new record. Uh, call Guinness. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing myself pressing E here in Farlands or Bust. Back, back when the game behaved as it should have. Is this a spawner? Oh, no. Well, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Here I'm having a hard time getting used to it in the latest version of Minecraft, and now I gotta relearn this version of Minecraft because of it. That's why. That is truly why I you'll never really ever find me playing current versions of Minecraft. Because I'm an old curmudgeon. Ooh, buddy. Indeed. You know what else is an old curmudgeon? My new car! <laughs> That's right. If you listen to my my podcast <laughs> take that 
Uh, no, uh, I, I, I co-host. Let's call it a co-host situation. Although I think we can admit that Cone does most of the work. Uh, with one Cone Dodger and ZK, we have the Ran When Parked podcast. Ran.WhenParked.com Ooh! <clears throat> is, uh, is where you can get the archive of that. I announced this week on the show that yes, I did get a new car, a third car. Ill-advised? Yes. Problematic? Already? Yes. Forgot that quarterly taxes were due this month? Let's not talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, I did. I did indeed. And I'm going to blame being part of the podcast. It took five episodes. It took only five episodes of constantly daily being assaulted by by cheap automobiles on Craigslist and, and other listing sites. Although I only ever use Craigslist, I'm leaving it up to them to use Facebook Marketplace. I don't even, then there really is no other options. But uh, but yeah, I obviously have the Subaru Crosstrek, which is my quote-unquote daily driver, even though I don't daily drive. Of course, I've got the 77 Corolla, which I still have and is still my project car, and is still one that I very much in enjoy. Uh, I just got a new uh, exhaust put on it. So, money, money invested. <laughs> I'm pressing E! Oh, I hate it! Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually taking that to, I mentioned this before already. There's a car show, uh, kind of south, southeast of Seattle. It's called the Old School Reunion, and it's this Sunday. Like, I'm not promoting them or being paid by them, but I'm just, as an opportunity, since I'm not really doing the, uh, the PAX or the, the gaming convention circuit anymore, uh, I'll be there with the Corolla. It's down, like, east of Tacoma a little bit. It's called the Old School Reunion. And it's, like, all supposed to be pre-88 European and Japanese cars. And uh, the Corolla is going to be one of them. And hopefully it doesn't rain. And we don't get all stuck in the, uh, the fields there, because it's, like, at a farm. But, uh, but yeah, the Corolla's doing great. I, 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 there's just, like, interior stuff is kind of all that's left of it. And the windshield is still cracked. Um, and maybe the front shocks and struts need to be redone. But, uh, but other than that, the Corolla's doing great. Because the Corolla was doing so great, I figured I need more sadness in my life. And, uh, in, in my constant searching for the Ranwen Parked podcasts, I found a couple cars. The one I found previous was a of an '85 RX-7, which I've taken a I've taken a a, a a liking to. I've taken a what's the terminology? Anyway, you know I've taken a liking. Maybe that is what I'm thinking. Uh, unfortunately, that one was sold before I got a chance to even like ever see it or, or make an offer, uh, which is fine. That's fine. So then I continued to have a hole being burnt to 
like a shine to it. Is that the term? A shine to it? See, I thought that in my head, but it didn't sound right at all. Uh, okay. Taking a shine to it. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that got sold. And instead of being like, ooh, I just saved thousands of dollars. I'm like, what else is out there? And I just happened to find a 19... Spoiler alert, by the way. For those of you who might want to watch it on Ranwin Parked. But I found a 1996 Subaru SVX for sale nearby. That must be... I think that's also in my overall uh, laziness. Not only do I have like cars that I like and want and, and prices I want to pay for them. Distance. Proximity to my current abode is a big factor. Like, if there's a really neat car at a really good price, but it's like in Portland or Spokane, uh, I'm like, nah, <laughs> no thanks. I don't want to deal with some four-hour drive and then have to figure out how to get this car home or rent a trailer or anything like that. It's got to be within, got to be within, uh, you know, a few towns of where I'm at. And uh, sure enough, this one was kind of downtown Seattle. And uh, I bought it. <laughs> I bought it for quite nearly the price of a 1977 Toyota Corolla. I think that should also be in order to keep myself out of trouble. I, I think like my thing should be never, never spend more than four thousand dollars on a on a quote unquote fun car. I think that's probably reasonable. I mean, it's completely unreasonable to have a one-car garage and three cars, but I think that's a reasonable financial restriction to put on myself. And uh, so yeah, we did that with the Subaru SVX, and it's it, I have it, and I drove it, and uh, then I discovered that there is a uh, hairline crack in the top of the radiator. <laughs> so... Waiting for that thing to uh, fix. I, I I put some putty putty on it, some some radiator fixable putty. The pro it's it's apparently a common problem with the Subaru SVX trolling the SVX forums because the the these ones have the the tanks, the top and bottom tanks are plastic and you know, over the years they develop cracks or something and uh Additionally, because the Subaru SVX was only made for like six years, no spare ones to be found. You can't order a new radiator. You can't... There's no like... The SVX is such a unique car in the Subaru lineup that no other cars like have a... share the same radiator. Um, so yeah, there's there's forums full... Let me go to sleep before skeletons start shooting me. And awakeness. Juno. <laughs> Gotta remember to lock her out while I'm doing this. Um whoop, this way. So yeah. Of course, looking around, I uh you know, looking at like how to fix it with the, the, the JB weld and stuff, people are like Instead of fixing it like this, just buy a new radiator. Well, sometimes that's not an option. Sometimes that's simply not an option. Uh, I am keeping my eye... Sorry. Fighter jets. Uh, I am keep. Speaking of skeletons, see, I knew it. I smelt them. 
Um, what was I saying? The dang skeleton fighter jets. Sidewinder missiles! Wow, I'm a bad shot. Dang it! Wow, how many bullets? <laughs> bullets. Murder! Um, so that's why it was sold. He, I already knew about that. I already, he was very upfront about that fact. And he had uh, previously puttied it, but I think he used an inferior putty. Uh, and uh, the, 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 the coolant was leaking through there. Um, yeah, and, and, and really, it was a good price. It has over 200,000 miles, which, fine. It's, it's rough. It ain't a looker. It's a good 20-footer. Um, could, could use a coat of paint or something, but I don't even want to care about that. Um, and yeah, the reason he was selling it is because he bought another one. He bought a 94. Another red SVX. And uh, I do believe his girlfriend is probably forcing him to thin the herd. Uh, so he knows all about it. He has he's he he owned it for twelve years, since two thousand six, I believe, and he has all the records to show that, and the Carfax shows that obviously, drove it less than seven thousand miles each year, because he lives in the city. He doesn't like drive to work. He takes the bus or something. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'm like you know what, I don't think I'm gonna keep this forever. Um, might only be for the summer, but it, it's it's one of those cars I remember in in high school, reading about and high school meaning like 1998, 1999 or something like that. When I'm thinking like, I got a job, I should buy my first car. Uh, I obviously ended up with a 1991 Chevy Cavalier, but uh, talking to my friends, I mean like, yeah, the SVX they discontinued them, so the the price must you know will start going down, and and they're kind of they're automatics, and I don't know a manual transmission, and, uh, you know, the only problems they might have is the transmission uh, and stuff like that. And even that, that was with the, mostly, with the uh, the earlier models. I think they mostly fixed the transmission problems in 94. So it was like the 91 and 92 model years that had a problem with... And I think it had to do with the transmission overheating and then bearings melting or something happened. But uh, but regardless, I, I decided, you know what? I don't know how many other opportunities. There are other ones for sale in much worse shape and then uh, in much better shape that go for much more. So I'm like, I think this is a reasonable, reasonable price from somebody who clearly knows a lot and cares about the cars. It's not in perfect shape. I'm trying to let my kind of obsessive-compulsive need for things to be perfect kind of... I'm trying to assuade that and be like, okay, so... So some of the trim is missing some of the clips and some of the, you know, the headlight isn't on completely straight. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's fine. It drives fine. Everything works. Like, everything works. I don't think there's something that doesn't work, other than the radiator. But uh, no, it wasn't like overheating or anything, it was just a weird crack. So yeah, uh, the few times I did drive it since purchasing it, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And there were definitely some uh, like nostalgic feels of old high school Kurt being like, oh, I'll never own one of these cars. And I still think it's quite 
like I know there's cheap cars out there, but it's still weird to me that like a, a whole automobile could be had for like less than four thousand dollars. Good lord, what is happening outside? What is going on? Sweet Moses! <laughs> Godzilla is upon us, I do believe. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Y'all said you missed the, the neighbor's garage door from Illinois. I think Seattle is one-upping us here. But uh, yeah, anyway, so there we go. Once, uh, once I get a bottle of coolant, and, and refill it, and everything's good. I'll be doing more, uh... I'll, I'll do, like, a vlog. I'll try to do... Okay, I already I already stole the the uh, regular cars. Goes to a swap meet format. Maybe I'll do, like, a, a, a Doug score. I'll do a, a... We'll look at all the quirks and features. Although he already did a SVX, but... Uh, all the quirks and features of the 1996 Subaru SVX. And then I'll take it for a drive, and at the end, I'll give it a Doug score. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. And that, that, was, that was another thing. I, I, when I first looked at the car, I was with my girlfriend, and she was like, yeah, you don't need it, but it's neat. You like it. And even it could be good for, uh, you know, to show off for YouTube and your your Instagram followers. My most popular Instagram pictures are of the Corolla, uh, which is, I suppose, interesting. It's, it's it makes sense because it's like the most unique thing. Otherwise, it's just like, hmm, hiking and scenery and like there's billions of Instagram pictures of that sort of stuff. Mountains. Have I already used all these boats that I afford? It's, it's boat Boat City. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to do that as much as possible. And then, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I don't like the thing, but it'll, it'll just be kind of like, okay, I drove this, and uh, especially since I don't quite have the garage space for it, maybe I'll sell it at the end of the summer or uh, something. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not expecting to make any money from it, but it'll be a fun... A fun thing to be had. Supposed to be a fun driver. Didn't expect it to be out of commission so soon, but I think that is a lesson learned for future for future mistakes being made. That's why it's called I'd make that mistake in the uh in the Ranwin Parked podcast. Because they're all mistakes. Wonderful, beautiful mistakes. Each and every one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, anyway, anyway, so yeah, sorry I haven't uploaded any videos about that or even put up any pictures. I did want to kind of leave that be a uh, a ran one parked exclusive and by all means uh, check out that video because at the end there's not only the ad that I show but a, a, a little uh, a, a Easter egg I suppose at the very very end of what it looks like when the car in the ad, turns real and comes into the real world. <laughs> I'm a real boy. Uh, fittingly, in my garage. But uh, yeah, that that's cool. That's crazy and cool. But yeah, otherwise, I'm yeah. The Corolla's doing great. Taking it to that car show this Sunday. Uh, if you do live in the Seattle area and want something to do on Sunday, 
there's a car show. It's all, it's like the only like specifically old Japanese car show. Like the, the other like JDM shows are like Stance, Stance Wars and whatever other Fast and Furious memes can go into that that I don't know that bringing a 77 Corolla 2 would quite fit in. <laughs> Nor would I really fit in with the crowd, but uh, well, yeah. Anyway, that's that. Good thing I had a lot to talk about because we really don't have that many questions here. I've only got three questions lined up from donors to Direct Relief. Farlinesorbus.com is where you can do that yourself. Capybara Cosmonaut with a very fitting question here. What's your opinion on taking classic cars and converting them to electric vehicles? Awesome. Abomination. Depends. The diapers? You know. <laughs> uh, something you would be interested in doing someday if you had the resources? It's funny, we've had two electric car conversions, at least, I think, on Ranwin Parked. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a, like, 1980 Ford something or other. Uh, that was converted to electric, and then this week there's a, 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 a kit car, a Volkswagen Bradley Cooper? <laughs> I don't know. One of those uh, that was converted to electric, but they were selling it without the electric motor. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And I see some, like there's... Uh, it's mostly Volt VWs. There's like a uh, every once in a while I see a Carmen Ghia that is uh, can been converted to electric. Uh, sometimes Corvairs. I've seen one or two maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that uh, like that's interesting, and certainly if if you do that, it makes it more reliable. Um, I'm not like a purist either or anything, so I'm not like, oh, this car has to have the original engine or like the even the original engine type or something like that. Um, I don't know that I would ever do it, though, just because I, 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 I'm not into that jam. Speaking of jam, let's go to sleep. What? <laughs> and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And awakeness. And electric carsness. So yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I don't even want a project where I have to replace an engine or anything like that. I think that's the main thing that would prevent me from doing it. Um, and then I think it would also be scary to buy a classic quote-unquote car used that has already had the electric conversion because if you're not the one who did the conversion then you really are without a paddle as far as like if anything goes wrong or you need to replace anything it's like well I, I hope they provided documentation or you at least could get in contact with the people who did it because whoo good luck um, but yeah I guess I, I, I don't think it's like a, a, a travesty of, of an abomination or anything like that. If, if somebody wants to do that, then go for it. But uh, I'm that, that's personally not something I'm... A flower. Here you go, Wolfie. Whoop. Nope? Okay. Um, so yeah. 
in seeds. Mark Ozeda asks, Milestones, such as birthdays, are always so intriguing for inspiring weird things. What are some of your favorite arbitrary milestones? What type of weird things are we talking about? <laughs> um, hmm. Birthdays, huh? I'm surprised it's June already. <laughs> but uh, what are some of your favorite arbitrary milestones? Well, in, in terms of bar lands or busts, I've stopped doing the milestones like every 100 episodes or anything, or uh, 111 episodes, because uh, the 11th episode, whatnot. Man, the miles, yeah, the milestones have kind of been like, there's too many. There's been too many. Arbitrary milestones. Um. No, I don't. I don't know how to answer this question. I guess I don't know the context to uh, be able to uh, like qualify it. I don't. I, I mean, like birthdays. I've t I've answered this question before. Like, oh, what do you do for your birthday? What? What? Blah 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, it's a normal day to me. I guess. If it's important for other people to, to, to make a deal out of it, I'll I'll be made a deal. Um, I mean, I guess I have the same feeling towards most holidays as well, so... I'm just a real Debbie Downer when it comes to fun. <laughs> no fun for you! Oh! I, I appear to be stuck in some waist-deep snow. That's <laughs> fine. I'm fine. That is probably lava. Yep, we're gonna avoid the waist-deep lava, though. Everyone loves cake. Not if you have to be gluten-free, then your choices are very limited. Um, also, what's stopping you from getting cake any other time of the year that isn't your birthday? Hmm? Hmm? If you truly were a lover of cake, why would needing to only purchase around a birthday be necessary? Health? Dietary restrictions? Nay, I say. Nay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I don't, uh, like... Like, it's interesting to think, like, oh, I've been doing... the YouTube thing for eight years, back in March. It was like, it's just weird to think about. I, I suppose I, I think of them less as milestones and more as just like a... an odometer. <laughs> to bring it back to the cars, I guess. So yeah, not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure how to specifically answer that. But I do appreciate the question and donation. Oh! Can't can't have this left up here. I don't wanna leave this part of the tree up. Get it? Leave. Leaves. Although this would be technically pine needles, but that's beside the point! what type of tree it is. Uh, what else is going on? Mona asked a question. Ooh, look at that big open chasm. 
Kurt, did you see the NASA video about sending people to the moon in five years? Ah, oh, it's one of these rooms. Would you, what? Who would you send to the moon if you could just get rid of someone from Earth? Ah, that's a good one. Maybe. Or maybe you know somebody who'd like to visit. Me! I'd like to visit. Get rid of me! Uh, I didn't watch that video in question in particular. Uh, I, I don't know that I believe uh, or agree with the, uh, the current policy, quote-unquote, saying that NASA will be returning people to the moon by 2025 or whenever it is. It feels, first of all, obviously, they came out, and they, meaning I think it's mostly the presidential administration, were trying to be all America, gung-ho, and whatever. Um, they they set forth this supposed uh, goal without much or any of a increase in budget <laughs> that would make it happen. Uh, and of course, NASA officials as government employees can't really say that. They have to be like, well, try the best we can. Smile and grin and take it. And it feels more just like putting boots in a flag and there's no real consideration for science or long-term settlement or using it, quote-unquote, as a stepping stone to to Mars or further exploration. It's just kind of going to be, or supposed to be, look, we can do this. Well, of course, we already know we can do that. Uh, and that was the problem with the last time we went to the moon is we were racing the Soviets there. And then once they gave up, we had no other... Like, we did science there, and that was, like, I'm, to the best of my knowledge, scientists had to, like, twist the arms of NASA to, to actually, like, do science and bring back samples and bring equipment there, seismometers and whatever, to actually learn something from the experience. Uh, but if it was science, then we would still be there, you know? Uh, and I don't think... I don't think the... Not only are the goals unrealistic... And, and un underfunded, but uh, they're 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 unreasoned. There's there's no good reason behind it. Um, so yeah, that that's that's what I've seen of it and kind of read of it, and it's it's pretty disappointing and frustrating from a lot of the people I follow on Twitter who do like work at NASA. Uh, who, you know, obviously can speak freely on their own accord. Hello! <laughs> this place feels like it's completely just a big old room. Whoa! Okay, gotta go. Peepers creepers. Uh, who would you send to the moon if you wanted to get rid of someone? I don't know. I feel like that would... I would, if it's somebody like I don't like and I don't want around anymore, I don't want to give them the honor of sending them to the moon. But, uh, I would, that would be neat to go. But yeah, that that's probably selfish of me because I would just want to go to go. Uh, sure, let me, let me do a bunch of science or whatever, but I have zero qualifications or need or any sort of knowledge 
or expertise to have have earned such a thing. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't. That that's my answer to that. Similarly, with like Mars, there are a lot of big problems to figure out with Mars. The the not the least of which is the whole being outside in the emptiness and radiation. The the open radiation of space. When you're going to the moon, you're out there, but you still have protection from the vast majority of the sun and the uh, interstellar radiation from the Earth's magnetic field. But once you get outside of that sphere, ooh, buddy, it's uh, that's a problem that has to be fixed. And Mars itself doesn't have much, if any, of its own magnetic field to protect you with. And, uh, okay, why don't you... You can line the spaceship with lead. Oh, that's a bunch of weight that you really can't afford to launch off the Earth and towards Mars. Hmm. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're right, there's, there's, there are many problems to figure out. And in order to solve them, there needs to be funding, but there also needs to be a, a will and a reason and, like I said, a goal more than just going to for the sake of going, because going for the sake of going is gonna get you killed. And that's another thing, if, oh, put put humans on the moon, like that's the NASA directive, in, in, in five years, rush, rush, rush. Well, the last two or three times NASA, or any space agency, rushed, 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 there have been accidents, 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 and we were supposed to have learned from those. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully it doesn't, once again, Come to that point. I uh, I have picked a, an unfortunate place to build this underground hidey hole. The the ceiling structure is not very oh how do you say stable. All right, but I guess we're gonna have to let's let's try to make do with what we've got here. I do hear a bunch of spoiters as well. Spoiters. Advanced Minecraft techniques, ladies and gentlemen. Teach you about them one day when you're old enough. Woo! Hmm. I'm moderately concerned about these spoiler noises. Spoiders! But yeah, thank you everybody for the donations and these questions. Hopefully I answered them. With a with a reasonable amount of I keep pressing E, I hate it. That's it. I'm gonna have to stop playing Mindcrack. This is this is impeding on Far Lancer Bust. Can't can't handles it. Can't handles it! Ah oh, dang it. Put in a chandelier. Practically. Um let's make some beds. And remind everybody, farlanserbust.com. E Farlanserbus.com. <laughs> I guess I should just remap it to E in this game. Then what's tab gonna do? There's that the tab button is so huge and prominent, it needs a purpose. Um what was I saying? Oh yeah, farlanserbus.com. You can learn more about the series. 
and donate. You know what? Donate to Direct Relief Charity. What am I trying to make? An axe. And of course, ask a question when you do so. E. <laughs> um, oh, dang it. Uh, what was I going to do? I was going to break the bench and then hopefully break this axe. No, oh, it didn't break. That's fine. Uh, and then uh, ran.whenparked.com. For the Ran When Parked podcast. The most recent episode of which features uh, a much more coherent tale about how and what and why I ended up with a brand new 23-year-old car. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and I'll certainly keep you guys updated on the journey with that. And until the next episode of Far Lands Bust, anyway, my name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I... We'll see you next time. Ooh, voice crack. I'm pressing E! Oh, I hate it! <laughs>